0: Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Best of Worst of British. I'm Lorcan Mullen myself and my partners in crime, Michael Bell. Hello, and I am the sexual dynamite that is Thomas Hopkinson. We watch terrible British films that either have a reputation or don't yet have a reputation, and we're probably going to help make that be the case, and this is one of the best examples so far. I honestly think, out of all the films we've done so far, what we're about to discuss might be the most... Complexly fascinating on many different levels. Put it this way: this film, I think, you could screen at a cult late-night cinema, and everyone would have a laugh at it. It could reach a certain
1: cultish level. That you know what? I I, I generally thought the same. Yeah. Towards the end, I thought, oh, I'd love to do an old, like live commentary. Yeah, if
0: we were to ever make this a live show, and I you... would not attend.
1: <laughs> and you if that's to. not an incentive, <laughs> <the brand. laughs>
0: if that's not an incentive for you listeners, I don't know what is. If they um,
1: scream, this was just a nothing, nothingness.
0: This nothingness <laughs> that we're talking about is the 1984 slasher horror film. Don't open till Christmas.
2: A homicidal maniac is loose at Christmas. His target is Santa Claus. His motives baffle Scotland Yard. Without a pattern for murder, no one dressed as Santa Claus is safe. His death toys are a spear, a gun, an open razor, a dagger, or an old-fashioned garage. Execution by any means. Don't open till Christmas. Some Santa Clauses ignore the warnings. He surely wouldn't attack a woman. Jerry Sunquist me. as Cliff, number one suspect. What possible reason could I have for going around killing Santas? Oh, none that we know of. Terror drives one Santa Claus into a house of wax, a pit of horror where murder, mayhem, and sudden death are celebrated. Blood, gore, torture, the destruction of the innocent, the painful killing of the guilty. Wax and plaster a real body, warm flesh, wet blood. <laughs> Don't open till Christmas. Alan Lake as Giles, a newspaper man with inside information. Now you mentioned on the phone that you had some information that might lead me to the murder. I said, would it help your promotion prospects if you would to solved the matter personally? Are you suggesting that Inspector Harris... Does? No, I'm not suggesting anything.
0: So, Sam, did you bring me any presents? I'm... I'm
2: not the real one. Don't open till Christmas with special guest star, Carolyn Monroe. I'm the warrior of love, yes I am, I'm
0: coming to get you. I'm the warrior of love, yeah, 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 I'm coming to get you. Ever since so, so you practically accused Cliff of being involved with those killings,
2: he's almost started acting as if he were. In what way? Belinda Main, seeking revenge. Starring Edmund Purdom, who knows there are only three more killing days till Christmas. Don't open till Christmas. If you do, you may not see
0: in. The Obviously, news. trying to cash in on that Halloween, Friday the 13th kind of um, fran- Well, not franchise. Sort of, sort of trying to build on the video nasty hero. Yes. Of- Films. It's very yeah. obviously going down that route of grizzly murders, a couple of topless ladies and you've got yourself a film.
1: Again, when you what? told me that as like the selling point, I was like, yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> murders and tits, I'm fine with that. Murders and tits. <laughs> the of... Michael Bell story. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got a title of my autobiography. What's uh, that? Michael Bell, Pissing in the Wind.
0: Wow. Michael Bell where
1: did it all go wrong
0: uh, surely you've got oh, to I do know exactly
1: where surely it went surely
0: with your name you've got to do something like you can ring my bell or something like no, that no that. that's if I was
1: a soap star yeah I'm going yeah. to like you know the dark the dark autobiography you know for whom the bell tolls <laughs> the tears of a clown you know I felt pissing in the wind <laughs> I liked it so I put a ring on it for Michael Bell's towel. Get
0: out. (laughs) (laughs) That seems Um, to speak of things that I don't want to know about. But what we are talking about is Don't Open Till Christmas. So, like I said, I think this was one of the most interesting ones. Just because as as the film was going on, I was like, who thought this was a good idea? Who thought that was a good idea? You two told me to watch it. No, not the the watching of the film. (laughs) The the film itself, when people were making this film. Who thought... That makes logical sense to the plot.
1: Well, this is the thing I, I did a bit of background research before we did the episode, and the writers are sort of creators of nasty, low budget slasher films anyway. Really? So, yeah, I am very surprised at that. Can I ask? No, but they're called the Niche for it. Are they British? Yes. Oh, they are. See, See, I had a feeling
0: this could have been something made by like an Italian or, or, or an American. You say that the,
1: the, the lead actor uh, who played D.I. Harris. Harris, yeah. Um, who also directed. Yes, who at also, least... in, he He made it a point in his contract, if he was starring in the film, he had to direct it. Or direct at least most of it, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, he, towards the twilight of his career, starred in a lot of Italian stuff, because he went to live over there.
0: Yeah, that's why I was thinking it might be Italian.
1: Yeah, I think he was... He's just one of those people that failed in the Hollywood
0: studios, it's much like the Shatter bloke. Shatter! Shatter! He has that look, he has that look of like, I feel like he would have... Found some work as a Gregory Peck lookalike if it had not <laughs> quite worked out. I'm gonna hit you with my ring hand. Yeah, just the just like an off
1: waxwork model version of Gregory Peck. And I understand all of these references. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thanks for coming, Mike. We really love you being I there. did.
0: I did wonder if he was an American trying to do a British accent because his accent did go down some weird avenues. Yeah. So there's... did a couple of other actors, which again made me think this was filmed in Britain but maybe not necessarily had British talent. It had them, they just weren't talented.
1: They weren't <laughs> talented enough to even do British accents when they're British. It, it, it's a bit of a bizarre one, like the casting choices were really out there. I think the what was the uh, the acting DI's name? Was it a Powell? A uh, Powell, yes, Sergeant Powell, yeah. played by Mark. I think I want to say that guy's name is Mark Smith, but he sort of dressed. Of uh, the fall, the fall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i Mark was saying, like, Oh, Smith. now you <laughs> fucking idiot, getting yourself I'm a killed. curious
1: orange, no. He it just felt like throughout the entire film he just dressed like he just got out of Rada.
0: Yeah, he didn't dress like a man that was a police detective. Also, no. especially trying to look inconspicuous at various points in the film. But let's get into the film because yeah. we we will save oh, the yes, recaps yes, for afterwards. Yes. So yeah, this is a traditional slasher film, and I think like most of these sort of films would would be you're opening with a murder. So yes, we open with a man in a Father Christmas costume calling it Santa. That's again another one of the things that made me think this was a uh, not. Because we always traditionally in this country have called him Father Christmas. I that was my understanding of it, and that Santa Claus is a fairly recent addition to British lexicon, kind of like a few other Americanisms that come in. Like a lot of people now say "ass" instead of "ass." I think they did that that.
1: deliberately so it could be marketed to a more sort of American. Yes,
0: so they say Santa a lot. Yeah. So yeah, we start off with the murder, obviously, and also because it's a slasher, we start with the murder of two people having sex. So... No, they're no, not really. They don't get to that
1: stage. Yeah, the thing that gets me though is they get stabbed once and then instantly die. Yeah, and it was a very light stabbing as well. So it's too... like oh, no, basically
0: it seems to penetrate as much and with as much ferocity as like when when a kid would like the, the knife. That is,
1: guys, uh, guys, it wasn't real. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, but they, they, you think they will make it try <laughs> to look a bit more real. Like it seemed to stab him with about, Like I said, the fer- ferocity and of like when the the psycho in the classroom gets you with the compass. You know, that's about as far what as the night. What school did went you into. go to? I him? Went... That's what we <laughs> I went to a grammar stop, school. Stop. <laughs> what is key to note, though, in that moment is that, A, when the woman gets murdered, they make sure to linger long onto her uh, see-through top. Mm-hmm. And also that the man is murdered was wearing a Father Christmas
1: costume. Ooh. And it's all from the killer's POV as well. Very peeping Yeah, team. I hate that. I hate that sort of first-person view camera work. And the heavy breathing audio,
0: weird <laughs> heavy breathing as well. Not like a, not like a pervert, more like an asthmatic. <laughs>
1: it's just it was so fuck. It's one of the most annoying cliches about horror films is like seeing it from the killer's point of view. And so yeah, then we get the opening credits over a melting. Father Christmas gnome. Terrifying. Yes, I'm scared. <laughs> with, like, the most horrible version of Jingle Bells I've ever heard in my entire life.
0: So then we come to a disco. A very low-energy disco with very low-effort costuming. <laughs> it's obviously meant to be a costume party, but this was be- this is before the days of cosplay and everyone making a bit of effort. <laughs> it's like one guy that's got, like, a powdered Georgian wig, but just a suit. He's not on the full kit caboodle. Yeah. I- that's a question, actually. Uh, you don't have to have an immediate answer, but... If budget weren't an issue, what would be your dream costume party costume? Within Ooh. within realism, like, you can have a good-looking Iron Man suit, but it literally can't fly into space oh, or anything like that. Uh, but just something like if you had, like, a spare million pounds that you don't have to worry about, and you can spend yeah, it on whatever on a you want for, a, like, a party costume, what would it be? Oh, that's good.
1: Tom, do you have an immediate answer? Um, do you see, the only ones I'd want to do for costume party is, like, top of my head Scott Pilgrim vs the world which is quite easy to do yeah it's just a t-shirt yeah it's <laughs> buy a bit of a costume like if I was to go as oh, I'd have to go as Gideon now oh, yeah go Gideon would one, one yeah so it'd be like the white suit the red shirt the glasses go all out Halloween because I'm for, ha- I'm for what, Halloween. Michael Myers no 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 just a complete just I would have a complete Halloween themed uh party so just like you know no I
0: mean your costume though specific oh, oh, to your costume. costume like you're invited to someone else's party
1: oh um Zombie Hitler.
0: Zombie Hitler. Zombie Hitler, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, This is my standard answer, and I'm not even a big fan of the show. I'm not a fan of the show, really, but I just would love to go to this level of effort. So obviously, I'd have to host the party. I would come dressed as the William Hartnell version of Doctor Who, you know, the the very first one. But then, about half an hour into it, go, (coughs) oh, I feel a bit ill. And
2: leave. (laughs)
0: And And then. Come back dressed as Patrick Trout and Doctor Who, and
1: then, and then all later appears to be choking on an olive. Excuse later, me. Later, <laughs> did anyone
0: else think that the the chicken was off? And then turn up as John Pert we Doctor Who. And later, someone's so, so like, "Hey, Larkin, someone's kicking off outside. Oh, I'm going to go sort them out. And come back." Come back um, with a really long scarf, no, floppy but, hat. No, like, at one point I would come back like two doctors later when I really got fucked up there or something
2: like that.
0: <laughs> and then, and then hire the John Hurt one. Then hire an actress to come in as for the final.
2: <laughs>
0: What's up, guys? I'm Larkin. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah that's I mean, what I... Would... you probably could do that. If you had the time yeah. and the effort, and it would, you know... It um, would have know. to that'd be, that'd be a long party as well, because you yeah. want to establish your character every yeah, time. Yeah, good point, yeah. yeah. You have to
1: really sort of plan it.
0: Yeah, like a yeah. Fucking but that's list. why that's why I say budget, not an issue. But <laughs> no, what was an issue was budget, talent, time, props, skills, writing. everything that came into Don't Over until Christmas. So, like I said, we're at the, the disco with the low-effort costuming, yeah. except for one person. One person seems to have made an effort... And they're a bit weird as they walk around the place with a, mm. with an odd mask and a draped costume and everything. Mm. There's an old man, an old actor, looking at himself in the mirror. Apparently, he's been hired for this party to be dressed as Father Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he says he looks like a gay old queen to the woman who's with him, turns out to be his daughter. He's only taken four minutes and already we're hitting the homophobia yep. pretty hard. <laughs> well, we hit it the second time when her boyfriend comes in and says, You look like, like a gay, gay old, old queen. queen. He comes on stage uh, I mean he appears on stage but... <laughs> it's,
1: it's a good shot like <laughs> a big old queen that he is
0: like has he been hired for this low like I said low effort party yeah, and I, both, you know who everyone he is right he's a father Christmas or the
1: actor himself no you you know why he's at the party right I he's thought... the father of the woman who runs the thing no, no he runs the
0: company oh, he runs, that they're all because he's he well off like, yeah. we'll find out later because I thought he was like a jobbing actor so when they the, then later mentioned how wealthy he was I was like what I'm sure Lawrence Olivier was well off, but he wasn't doing party gigs to pass the time <laughs> at Christmas. Santa appears on stage with gifts, and then all of a sudden he gets speared through the head. And yes. this is a shockingly accurate hit, because he gets him through the back of the head, and it goes out through his mouth. Yeah.
1: Perfectly. That's, you know... What I really loved about this is before the spearing,
0: <laughs> there mm-hmm. was um
1: the ominous guy who... That's what you call sex, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you? Um... The guy that everyone noticed was acting a bit weird at the party, literally went across uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the camera, and they they played the creepy music from earlier as I he had... went past until he was gone outside. <laughs> yeah. so he was like ominous, 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 gone.
0: The music <laughs> is really inconsistent across the, <laughs>
1: yeah. across this film. When I saw that death scene, it was like that's. I started playing a game to myself to you know make it more entertaining. So the first thing you saw the couple kissing and cuddling in the back of the car, I was like, right, they're gonna die. And from now on, every single death scene you see is like casualty beforehand. You see all the parts, but how oh, is the death going to happen? Gonna happen oh,
0: yeah. Well, it's just and this they, one is they, they make. It, well, I'll get into that yeah, again as we get on. I saw the but
1: guy walking creepily. he's like, that Santa's going to die, but how? But he, also, but he also spots the
0: weird looking guy from before. And surely that means he couldn't be guilty because you've seen him and the spear has come from a different direction. So he's a bit confused.
1: Oh, it's like JFK So he runs
0: over, the, back
1: into <laughs> the left. It's the grassy knoll. <laughs> it's the grassy knoll all over again. Which That's what I love as well. It's like a man has just had a spear go through his fucking head right in front of your eyes and most of the people in the party just stand there and don't even react it's Soho what are you kidding <laughs> Just Their boss is just been literally brutally murdered in front of them. Well, and I think they're, they're like... just trying to repress the yay! Yeah. <laughs> they're like, well, this is a bit untoward. It's <laughs> the, the bastard, I open? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, great, okay. I think they were just petrified by how British they were. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, the guy we come to know as Cliff
0: runs over to the shady-looking guy from before, but it turns out that it is merely... A stick that is being held up. The (laughs) costume... Arrest that stick! (laughs) Oh my god! Not only is my father-in-law to be died,
1: but a moving stick has been discovered. The sticks are taking over. We must move (laughs) on. Burn the forest! (laughs) (laughs) He can't hide in fire. (laughs) So... We now go to... We've made a better film there. (laughs) I don't know. For the time for the next thousand years, the war between man and stick
0: (laughs) raged on. Many lives were lost on both sides. Have you
1: guys seen the film that's actually called Trees. About cannibalistic trees. Fuck no! It was a, spoof it's a of Jaws. It... Oh my god! is it it's... British? It's... No, it's America. But it's Fuck sake! I to it me, it, it sounded me. like it would be Canadian. I don't know why. <laughs> I think maybe I think there's a lot of pine going on, so it may be Canadian. But it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's fucking hilarious <laughs> in it... all the wrong ways. It's like you know, and Hancock's Birds, just trees <laughs> everywhere. Just, looking, you know. just look up on yeah. the telephone pole trees. trees.
0: <laughs> So we arrive at the stock footage of New Scotland Yard and then go into a room that is
1: very obviously not an office in New Scotland Yard. Can we just, can we just do a thing where every time it cuts to Scotland Yard we go, Meanwhile at Scotland Yard! <laughs> 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 <Did-da-da-da-da>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so oh, uh, now we see Inspector Harris looking at the newspapers and the headline says, Only three more killing days to Christmas because the papers are all reporting on these two deaths so far. According not John Hurt. <laughs> um, but the, I did actually see what are the actual headlines on those papers, and to be fair, it does say Santa's slain in Soho. Okay. So they did make a fake paper, they just obviously weren't happy with that headline, and so went with a different one. And the back page headline was Cup Threat to Derby. Now, I was like, does that mean there's a cup threat to a football derby, or is it to the fo- Derby County Football Club? are being threatened to be, like, disqualified from the Cup or something. You would not You wouldn't have thought headlines about Derby County would reach national newspapers. Oh, well, I used to do, you, do you think
1: back in the day they, they did win the
0: league? They did, but not by 1994. They were, they they were in Europe. They, they were, but that was well. that's, that's like Locken. 10 years
1: ago. Mm.
0: At, at that point.
1: Well, no, I used to, I used to work in a, in a shop, um, and it was my job to, you know, the... Um, Oh, what are they called? The little metal things outside the shop with the head- like news headline. It's got the big outrageous headline. The oh, end. the sort of sandwich board Yeah, things. Yeah, yeah it's, a, yeah. it's like a yeah sandwich board, Just us call it that. And it's my job to change it every day and the football ones are the best. So it was when I was living in Norwich and they lost to Brighton, like four or five nil one night.
0: D, they furious. The, and the headline,
1: no, the headline was Seagulls Destroy City. <laughs> <laughs> Block all women and children indoors. <laughs> one of my favourite things ever. <laughs>
0: Now, nah, the, best, the best football headline ever is still, was it Inver- Inverness, Caledonian Caledonian Thistle beat Celtic? And the, the headline was, Super Cali, ballistic Celtic were atrocious. Oh! Oh,
1: I've got, oh, I've got one more and this is in, 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 Sutton, <laughs> in Sutton where I work. Sutton's nice enough place. Very, very middle class. And headline, very, very. We are not Birmingham.
0: We the are the royal, royal
1: town, town of Sutton Goldfield. And the headline was... Chewing gum stuck in pizza, outrage. That right? <laughs> <laughs> and that was the news for like the week. My favourite one was um, uh, there was a local leaflet put around my area from the Conservative Party, and they're basically the Tories' councillors were trying to um, eradicate dog mess dog shit in the, in the area oh, and their dogs, headline yeah. was Tory councillor stamped down on dog beds. so I thought that's going to ruin their shoes <laughs> <Hey>.
0: <laughs> I always loved I always loved when they got little typo errors especially when they never bothered to fix them and the, <laughs> one of them was for Birmingham City Council uh, Sir Albert Boer stepped down as like head of the council and they, they needed to find a new person so what it should have said the headline should have been line up begins for new council head but the typo was line up beings for new council heads. <laughs> <laughs> line up beings, all of you, in alphabetical order. One at a time.
1: Meanwhile, one has got on the arse. That's <laughs> what our that
0: alien overlords Line up beings. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the assistant commissioner is breathing down our necks, says the chief inspector. So that's, that's the British equivalent of the Mary's on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> got the
1: DA all over my ass.
0: <laughs> so yeah, they visited the couple
1: and they suspect Cliff Boyd, the boyfriend of the woman that we saw earlier. I, I do enjoy here how the DCI keeps referring to Boyd and his, his other half as the boy and the girl. Yeah. yeah. Like, but yeah. they're fucking yeah. 7 and 8. And they're vis- and
0: I think they're meant to be like 23 24 but again like 80s hard living these guys they're, they're in they look in their late 30s at the very least. Okay. So there's very sudden cutting at this point. Everything's a mess and a shambles. The the first clue was this shrunken head mask where there were no fingerprints on it. Uh now we suddenly cut to a, another Santa in a in another alley. There are a lot of alleys in London, I realise, watching this film. A lot of back alleys. And he's smoking. When he suddenly grotted with a wire and then pressed face first into the coal fire... Which sets him ablaze in a very... <laughs> yeah. That's that's a hell of an achievement.
1: <coughs> Santa roasting on an open
2: fire. It, it would be the
0: equivalent of me throwing a bottle of water at you and you suddenly looking like you've been... like <laughs> oh Dived yeah. headfirst into an ocean. Which <laughs> was the level of... <laughs> that, was,
1: that was a good guest to uh, death, because I couldn't work that one out. I was like, right, yeah. he's doing something there. Something's going to happen here. I wasn't expecting that. He, I mean, while others were, he presses his face into the uh, the fire first, pulls back to show that he's got like black makeup on his face, Throws him in again, and he's just instantly goes on fire like he's made out of fucking matches. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> triple cooked triple cook fries. Uh, to be fair, I'm not sure. doing it. I'm <laughs> doing
0: I, I, it. I've listening back, I say it to be fair a lot, but I think it is good to add fair and balance to this. 1980s mm-hmm. Santa Claus costumes that were on the cheap were probably highly flammable. Mm-hmm. Then we see a motorbike driving with a, a, a present that says don't open till Christmas. That's, That's the name, the name the film! of the film! <laughs> WHAT?! (laughs) The present is for Inspector Harris. He tells his maid to put it aside. Um, and he says, Christmas is no time to be a policeman.
1: I mean, it is, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's, like,
0: all the time is the time to be a policeman. Yeah. <laughs> Take that up with whoever does your shifts. It's not <laughs> like, it's like, oh, it's the summertime, no police for three months. <laughs> Mr. <laughs>
1: policeman, can I go in shorts? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> oh, the maid wonders to sell... Oh, this was really a weird little add-on. I feel like this was an improv line or something. She wondered if he'll bring the pictures of the whatever grisly murder it was.
1: Yeah. So she can look at them, apparently. I was praying really hard that we didn't go into a housekeeper's a pervert storyline. Well,
0: this maid seems to be more interesting than any of the other characters
1: <laughs> in this whole film. I and mean, we only see her a couple of times, but she has loose lips,
0: I will say this much. <laughs> do you think we might have a psychopath on our hands, was the next thing that he wondered when he got to New Scotland Yard. Meanwhile in Scotland Yard. Inspector Harris says to Sergeant Powell, do you think we might have a psychopath on our hands? Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So,
1: A yeah, bunch of Santas it? keep dying. Yeah, yeah, kind of.
0: Apparently, the whole of the West End is crammed with Santa Claus. Now, this is one of the things that bothers me. The theme in this is if you're dressed as Santa, you're you fucked. Yeah. Yeah. You're dead. And people still dress as <laughs> Santa
1: they got to make that money. You know? Is it like,
0: this is like a proper defiance? we will, not be. <laughs> yeah, we well, will like not be. Scotland
1: Yard would not put out the message, by the way, can you stop dressing as Santa or otherwise you're probably going to die in money. We will fight them on the streets. We shall fight them <laughs> in the shopping malls. No
0: one will take my right to wear a Father Christmas costume <laughs> well, away buy, from me. Just
1: love I mean, the idea of them being discussed en masse. Will you please stop wearing Father's Christmas costumes? no <laughs> you Santa <will>? or death. <laughs> that is what will happen. Yeah, I, I, I'm a man of
0: my word. I'm not victim blaming here, but
1: you are. Yeah, yeah. I they, am
0: victim blaming very, here. With
1: serial killers, they often have patterns, That they might take a little trophy or something like this. This one's very, very easy very to tell. Very blatant,
0: very blunt <laughs>
1: Surely the ah, oh, you know what? You should have taken a trophy of the hat each time. Yeah, but then you got a cupboard full of hats. You know. No right. Just just a, just, a just a bobble because then you can go like a sheep. If you're trying to eradicate
0: Christmas then you don't want to claim parts of Christmas. I mean it makes more sense for him to yeah. be setting fire to all of them really. It turns out he was just someone that was very into health and safety and thought that the misuse of fabrics <laughs> <laughs> reached its logical conclusion. The whole of West End is crammed with serial killer uh, Santa Claus. Serial, serial killer Santa Claus is. We see Cliff and Kate and he's Urging her to call the lawyers, she says that Harris has been asking about him. A lot of these scenes are like there's really unimportant things that happen, and then a lot of scenes are about them saying about things that seem quite important to the plot, but we don't see them. (laughs) Like half of the key conversations, it seems, that Harris will have with characters, we don't see. (laughs) And it's such like I said, they only
1: they only hire Scotland
0: Yard for like you know half an hour's filming. So here's here's where Sergeant um, Sergeant Powell gets called by Giles of the. Daily News. Again, another one of those ones that made me think
1: non-English people wrote this. Yeah. What's the newspaper going to be called? The Daily News. Perfect. <laughs> what can we call it so we won't get sued by anyone? <laughs> I've, I've written here, like, hi, creepy bastard from generic newspaper. Can I ask you some questions? Yes. So, uh, he said, it's a matter
0: of time. You haven't got a clue. And all sorts of other vague threats. Not quite sure. Well, he does mention to the sergeant his prospects of a promotion... Thereby implying that he doesn't want Harris to solve the curlings because he will solve them himself. But why? Mm. We see a drunk Santa in the alley who gets shot in the mouth. This guy, this killer, is trying
1: out all different styles. I'll like, give him his due, he is really ambide- like, yeah. really like open to whatever. He's, he's,
0: he is to methods of killing as Beck was to genres of music from album to album to album. You went with it's Beck well, and high end music, I was going to go, you know, only
1: buy a multi pack of crisps. So you got, <laughs> you're trying to work out which flavour you like the most. You know, what, about, what, about when you get, what
0: about when you go on really? holiday? Oh, no. What about when you go on oh, holiday no. and you get those eight mini packs of cereal?
1: yes Oh, and yeah, then you the tip way.
0: it out and you're like that's a bowl of cereal the fuck it is <laughs> where is the rest
1: I <laughs> demand more
0: <laughs> and you realise that the recommended amount is very different to what you recommend is the <laughs> yeah, yeah I
1: did have with cereal all the time it's like you see the box this will do 12 servings it fucking won't <laughs> <laughs> 1.2 servings maybe <laughs>
0: Kate bumps into Giles But won't speak to him Because Hi, he's a weirdo
1: Hi creepy bastard From generic newspaper Can I ask you some questions
0: uh, So yeah We see that uh,
1: Cliff makes a living By playing the flute And Kate
0: How oh, the
1: <laughs> was that a thing The 80s were a different time as <laughs> was a job for life that. It's lucky that His uh, girlfriend Is fucking Reloaded <laughs> Yeah so like the one, Is this the scene Where his mate he's He meets flute, his mate Jerry And he's staring right at him But you only can see him When the flute is down Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can't flute the words. Get out my eye line. Can you? Everyone, everyone, everyone's aware of flute face
0: syndrome. <laughs> you stick a flute in
1: front of your I'm face. Sorry, no. I'm sorry, I'm flute blind. <laughs> when the flute goes up, I go blind. <laughs> I'm so in with the music, man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now it's now it's time for what was the character's name? Jerry. Jerry the, the photographer. photographer. Oh, the third. I, I just call him cheeky friend. I yes. Call, I call him Perv.
0: And also, a man that does not seem to understand social tact or. He does various miscues in polite society throughout the five minutes he's on screen. He A. forgets about her dad being killed, so, like, asks about, like, how's a week been? Or something (laughs) like that. Or cheer up, love. in might never happen, or something <laughs> along those I, lines. I had to
1: check it, make sure it wasn't Phil Daniels, cheeky chappy Cockney Phil Daniels. You know, he's a he's a, <laughs> a photographer
0: now, but he does yes. basically says that means like, I do porn. But they do this weird thing, almost like Edgar Wright editing in mid conversation to a new location, as if the conversation still continues. Yes, but Edgar Wright does it stylistically. This thing does it because they have no flipping clue what they're doing. <laughs> what bothered me here was Jerry invites him to go to his studio later on um, to bring Kate with him. And he leaves with his pint unfinished, and then Kate comes back and says, "Where are we going to go?" He says, "Right, let's get out of here." He takes the remnants of Jerry's pint, tips it into his pint, and then acts as if he's going to neck it, neck both, and leave. He only drinks about the portion that Jerry had just of Jerry's glass, mm. so he just drank Jerry's back swill. <laughs> That's all he did. Maybe him and Jerry have a thing. Maybe because he does bring him back to his studio where. He's photographing a 1984
1: topless model.
0: Chips, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed it took this long. <laughs> and me. <laughs> they arrive at his photography bordello. Sharon is very flirtatious with Cliff. Are you the other girl? She asks to Kate. Mm. Cliff suggests to Kate that she just gets involved because you know they're here.
1: Yeah. So hey, you know how you're grieving for your beloved father who can was you- brutally murdered in front of your very eyes at the Christmas party, and the killer still not been caught? Well, will yeah, get you off. up on the lads.
0: Jerry puts his foot in it again by suggesting she wear a Santa costume, and then he goes, "Oh right, the killings."
1: Yeah, because it's Jerry's. Yeah, because Jerry's the one at fault for wanting to dress like Santa, not fucking Cliff for trying to force a grieving woman. To get naked. Let's say they're both as bad as each other. No, they're not. <laughs> Jerry's just a forgetful wanker. Cliff is a fucking asshole. Yeah, I suppose.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cliff, Cliff, Cliff loses on points. Cliff's a dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, so this is what bothers me. Like, the music in this scene is proper, like... Da 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 da, and it is just like you didn't do this. Oh, I'm sorry. Da, da 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 da, and then later on when there is a killing scene, it's kind of like the music that should have been in that scene. Dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. It's like, did you sync this up badly? <laughs> <in> the... <laughs>
1: have you got to the point where they they shoot out the door yet, Cliff? And yeah, the door? they're basically yeah, they're being shooed out. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, Kate storms out, and then Cliff and Sharon are going to spend the night together.
1: Yep, because Cliff's a prick. Yep, and they get shooed out the door by Jerry. Mm. And then they get locked out. She's wearing a Santa costume, and she's sort of getting very close to her, and touchy feely. He then spots two very elderly police officers off in the distance. Yeah. like I'm assuming it's.
0: And it seems like police costumes of an earlier time.
1: Yeah, I think these people are the costume party again. It's like like one of the actors is like, "Come on, Mum and dad, be in this." Yeah. <laughs> But, but then they're, they're picking me up after this
0: can they be a- <laughs> oh but what really bothers her is not the fact that she's wearing a Santa costume but the fact that because she's wearing a Santa costume which is traditionally worn by men the, the two
1: police officers will think we're a couple of gays the quote oh, yeah. is here come the police they'll think we're a couple of gays it's like it was written in the fucking 40s so they both run away and Sharon ends up in a dark alley <gasps> But she's dressed as Santa. You know what this means. So,
0: <gasps> yeah, it means.
1: <laughs> you wrote the bell? Acting. <laughs> Better it, acting than anything in this film. Perhaps. It
0: means that the killer arrives. So obviously at this point we're meant to suspect that the killer is maybe Cliff, maybe Jerry, but it's a character we know. Because otherwise the likelihood constantly of this killer bumping into these people... So yeah, she turns to face the killer, who has this weird sort of mask. I
1: wasn't even sure how to really describe it. It was like a burn victim's mask or something. It, it like was that. like it's opaque enough to obscure a lot of the face. Mm. It's freaky looking, isn't yeah, it? Oh funny. yeah, they've done, they've done a good job to make him look fucking terrifying. Yeah. That was where the budget went. So then he takes
0: a razor blade out. Like I said, he's trying to—he's trying to—he's trying different things at all times. This time he's got one of those classic razor blades. Yeah, proper cutthroat razor. Yep, he's—he's he's got rid of the gun. He thought it was too brutish
1: or something. <laughs>
0: so uncivilized.
1: I, I like it. I like the idea that he's just doing like a trial and everything. Like, <laughs> gun makes too much noise. <laughs> Six S- out of ten. Spear had to leave it in him. <laughs>
0: Not going to improve on that hit Quit while you're ahead Chestnut
1: chestnut fire It was just convenient In all honesty Got a bit out of hand I
0: improvised Kind of fucked up (laughs) But that's the beauty of improv
1: Yes and Screwdriver a bit much on it <laughs> I need that <laughs> what tyres come off my car I think that's
0: great what our killer does with this razor blade is open her dress so that we get to see a lot of tits Hooray! and the camera pans up the camera pans down the camera pans left the camera pans right it pans on a diagonal line it pans on a diagonal you basically you do the, the
1: coke and you turn around the killer just runs the razor around her body oh, just going very, lady very very lady. slow at this point she definitely could have run away that's what I'm saying
0: to be fair like, she has
1: all okay. the opportunities she would, she would be scared, to fucking leg it you are scared you will be scared you are really. scared yeah but fight or flight flight always wins
0: <laughs> he does long enough for the director and editing to go yeah most people have come at that point so <laughs> let's move on or but he it, doesn't kill her, and is no is given it possible
1: that his like murderous intent is like a t-rex t- that like, it's only based on motion Possible. so she stands still and he's like I don't know what to do <laughs> now uh, or <laughs> I think this was the first woman he tried to kill wasn't it no no because he stabbed the woman at the front
0: at the that's true the front. yes it is true but, but she, his first nudie woman he tried to kill. Yeah, she, I don't know what to
1: do. <laughs> she's got, she's got a vagina and everything. <laughs> <laughs> What are these chest lumps? <laughs> what are they? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I see the Santa thing, which, beffy death, but... So, yeah,
0: <laughs> Sharon is, is left traumatised for, for the, like, the five minutes until we see her later.
1: Oh, I forgot she had name. And
0: the police arrive. Harrison, the sergeant, visits Sharon at home. And this is, like, the morning after, and it is kind of like... It's like the level of annoyance that I had after I'd, like, lost my wallet, but all my cards were cancelled, so it was all
1: right. I was like, oh, oh, oh that was annoying. Ugh. Ugh. What a frustration. You nearly died. You need to stay inside. But...
0: Nah, we've got, uh... I've got
1: work to do. However, t- Do
0: you know what I mean, though? Like, <laughs> the level of annoyance is not like... This is going to traumatise me for the rest of my life. It is like, well, that's just screwed up my Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, the
1: rest of the week's is just going to be uphill from here, isn't it?
0: One thing she noticed was that he had just smiling eyes. His eyes seemed to smile. Yeah, smile. And that he was about the sergeant's height. So another suspect added to to the list. We now arrive at a peep show. Not with David Mitchell and (laughs) Robert Webb, but an old-fashioned peep show. And another Father Christmas walks down... Uh, to a woman dancing with a shirt on that says T T D Contracte. not quite sure what that, that was I another
1: job for life back in the 80s wasn't it you know go the Flute at the peep show yeah. <laughs> yeah, and being a Santa Claus all jobs but, right. Right. Okay, That's um...
0: I blame Thatcher for all of those industries going <laughs> down the, the milk and this.
1: <laughs> 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 took away the milk the go-go dancers <laughs> right maybe maybe this is just my naivete coming in here <laughs> so I'm mean, but... still enjoying go-go dancers give me a second <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Okay, this maybe this maybe just be like sort of my naivety of it all, but the whole concept of a peep show is that surely it's supposed to be seen one way, like it's, yeah, it's, it's not. Be- meant, I, I think it's, the whole sort of glass front thing I found a bit odd. Is it like yeah. babe station, but you know, yeah, real life babe station, babe station basically. before babe station happened, yeah. like they, they speak through a phone. Yeah, so it like, So
0: so it suggests to me that they've taken someone went to a police visiting booth and he was like, hang on. There's sexy business involved <laughs> that we can make out of this. The Santa, this one unmasked to reveal what looks to me like sad Jasper Carrots. Yes. And,
1: uh, <laughs> I, I did do a Google to make sure it wasn't Birmingham's you know. <laughs> own Jasper Carrot. So the naughty young, the very young, showing Nauty. off his carrots. He's not naughty. Go to a
0: peep show. Mm. So the very young go-go dancer asks this uh, Santa if she brought him any presents, and he seemed confused when I'm not the real Santa. <laughs> This is just a facade. Yes. <laughs> How naive are you, young woman? But, but he's this... just—he's just depressed. This guy. He's like—he's in his own Ken Loach movie going on. <laughs> he suddenly dropped into this. His performance is fairly realistic and, and grounded yeah. compared to
1: everyone else. But he gets fucking weird when she starts like sexualizing all the boys and girls sitting on his knee, and yeah, he just gets. He's like, stop really? trying to bring out my paedophilia. It's bad <laughs> enough already. Have you ever seen there's small old? Oh, he lives
0: with his mother as well. He's just—he's This guy's an all-around sad person. She's, uh, lives with her mother as well. And her mother's actually who owns this place and who she's covering for. She makes fun of him but also tries to turn him on at the same time. But at this moment, he gets stabbed in the shoulder.
1: And that's where all the blood lives. <laughs> yeah, a lot of
0: blood suddenly hits the glass and the woman's horrified. And again, yeah. this this guy just really unlucky, because this serial killer is really taking puns. Is there a guy dressed as Santa down here? <laughs> I'd like to see all the ones that he goes to that don't
1: work. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. It's just, just, just a that, lads <laughs> a wank, and he sees a Santa. Hey! Right. <laughs> I like... Oh, what of them got on me. Going on me. To... Uh, keys! I'll kill him with keys. <laughs> in the shoulder. In the shoulder. He goes back to his notebook. Keys. Quite so, ineffective. A lot of blood. Keys better than knife. So we return
0: <laughs> to Cliff and his bandaged hand. It says it's from chasing Jerry around. Harris arrives, but he has no news. Meanwhile, at Scotland Yard. at Scotland Yard. Oh, mean, he arrives from Scotland Yard, though, doesn't he? He turns up at their house. He's at the flat, isn't he? With the weird two-level living room.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know
0: who, who, which architect arsehole thought that was a <laughs> great idea. What if we take, yeah, we take a guy's living room, right? Or, yeah, yeah, or a woman's a good, living room. Before, Women have just as much lower right to own property as men. This man. is grand design, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and at the halfway, yeah. halfway point, halfway point, how about this? <laughs> we got, make it dip down two feet. You what, sorry? Um, we make the second half of the living room two feet lower than the top. No, part.
1: I didn't want, I just want you to come in and, you know, do some wallpaper uh, and, you know, spruce to place and You there. can claim
0: that this property now has
1: three levels. That's yeah, gonna look again, right. I, I just want the living room tied up because I'm gonna sell it soon. And just but why you yeah, want make but, it a well, bit, bit nicer? But well, just... you know how much you get for like two levels, yeah? I'm not yeah? sure. Three like, levels, mate. I need like planning permission and stuff that nah, 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 nah. We can work around planning permission, son. Don't you worry. So uh, what you got? What you got realize right. with two levels is you were essentially creating two different rooms whilst having the same room. It'll put another fifty grand on the asking
0: price. Put it that way. Yeah. It will cost seventy grand to make, but eventually that will pay off.
1: I mean, it's completely unnecessary, but... It will make
0: watching match. you TV a fucking nightmare. Oh, but
1: yeah. Yeah. it's you, a two-level effect. Will you do the wallpaper with the cats? Will you do that as well, or...? No, no, You see, we did the Scotland Yard, and we have ran out of the wallpaper, so we just put maps everywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. The good thing about that is, if you put a map big enough, then you can film any kind of scene in any kind of environment in your house, and no one will suspect a thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some blokes going to do some sort of fucking snuff film uh, like that. Would yeah. be yeah. great. Uh, yeah, come on, come on. Alright, yeah, cool. Done by Tuesday. It'll be done on a Tuesday. To be honest with you, love, this close to Christmas, we'll probably have to start in February. Got a lot on, you know. Yeah. Got a lot on. you got a second job here in Santa in shopping mall. <laughs> Be careful. Have your wits about you.
0: So yeah, that was 1980s designs. Why have one level to your living room where you can have two? Oh,
1: the 80s was full of coke, wasn't it? Instead of
0: sitting on the sofa, let's just sit on this weird little <laughs> dent at the middle of the room. Brown
1: designs in the 80s. Put flares on it! <laughs> Make it Brown.
0: Okay, so Harris arrives with no news, asks about Cliff's whereas after Kate stormed out of the mm. studio, because it turns out they knew exactly what had been going on. So it seems like someone's been following them. Someone says what's happened, but it wasn't the woman that was on screen. It was a weird job job where a ghost suddenly spoke and said what's happened.
1: What happened to my life?
0: It was so blatant. It was like something like that. It's so easy that you just cut to Harris. ...and have the ADR afterwards from someone off screen... ...but they decided to keep the camera focused on her face... ...so you can see her mouth not moving... <laughs> ...as a woman says what happens?
1: Maybe she's just like practicing her ventriloquism... ...for the end of year talent contest...
0: That is something that, would like, like I said, if this got a room screening, that would be a moment that everyone would just suddenly go, who said that? Or that? That would be a big audience interaction moment. So Sharon was attacked. Cliff thinks that they think that he did it. And she says, you think that they think that you think that you did it? And he said, no, they think that I think that they think I did it.
1: I mean, it clearly wasn't him <laughs> because he was stood next to his potential father-in-law at the party. Yeah. And he also would have taken a hell of a quick
0: costume change for him. Kate suddenly gets quite flirtatious with Inspector Harris by the looks of things Mm -hmm. and asks for his private number. number and he does give her a card. Um, So then we have the sergeant walking in on Giles waiting Uh, in his office. Where
1: does he walk in? Meanwhile, Meanwhile,
0: at Scotland Yard! Sergeant Powell walks into his office to find Giles from the Daily Newspaper waiting there. (laughs) Who's your editor? Guy editor.
1: (laughs) Man-face editing man.
0: Gary typewriter?
1: (laughs) Uh, Paul... Desk lamp. (laughs) Or desk lamp. Yep, that'll pass. (laughs) But
0: Giles suggests to Sergeant Powell that he should tail Inspector Harris. Giles tells an assistant to tail Giles as he leaves, but Mm -hmm. nothing comes from that. (laughs) Yeah, that that doesn't make sense. So Harris is followed by Sergeant Powell, dressed very suspiciously, like he said earlier, like a rada. He was like a proper. I don't have a personality yet, so I will wear a hat. And, and a cravat. Finish. And I am hat cravat man. <laughs> cravat.
1: No. <laughs> For Scotland Yard, just letting a random news reporter into the office. He said he was from the Daily News. That must be really important. I've just realised we're about to get one of, to one of my favourite fucking scenes. Is
0: this the moment when Sergeant Powell is watching Harris? Looks to the left, looks back. Harris isn't there. He's lost
1: him. <laughs> <Yeah>. worst <laughs> you reach sergeant with these tailing abilities what are you doing in the met what is wrong with you not playing hide and seek that's for sure, <laughs> sure. okay so here it's we go where's wally he's there for fucking hours
0: oh yeah so here we go this is the weirdest one of all this
1: Ooh, is brilliant was, uh, ladies and gents that was a uh, slamming the notes down this
0: one I just couldn't wrap my head around what was this I think this was filmed many months after this they want an extra killing, They're just, let's just do a little short film that makes nothing to do with any of this makes sense. Other than, it's another man dressed as Santa Claus, drunkenly leaving a pub. He's followed by some punks, who take his bike.
1: Oh, with the, yeah. with the phrase yeah. of, Oh, pedal power! Like the shittest punk heckle you could ever give. Well, if you dressed as a punk
0: in 1984, you're probably one of the. Oh, you committed to that point. Oh yeah, yeah. you you were first. Was was, what 79? It's like someone wearing a limp biscuit t-shirt in 2013. In fairness,
1: (laughs) this film was originally started to be made in 1982. Yeah, it took two years to complete. On top of that, how? (laughs) Because there is some seriously. They weren't checking the script or going to acting school. But anyway. That's what I took so it yeah, on. so
0: this Santa keeps on running and he climbs down a bridge for some reason, where he's chased by a dog for some reason, then he goes...
1: It's almost as if it's implied that the killer has set dogs on him.
0: But how, does the, how long has the killer has the killer paid off these punks to chase after him? Right, <laughs> is I'm, this like one before, massive conspiracy I'm, I'm just, It's just an one.
1: amazingly huge coincidence. I've, yeah. I've tried spears, I've tried keys, I've tried knife... Dogs next. That dog, nah, dogs aren't going to work. Just put it in his notebook. Pens- and hammers and punks. No, it's not, I mean, they're, they're getting the you know the point for killing. Oh. should just go back to his notebook. So anyway,
0: The dog chases it. his man until the point he runs into the London
1: Dungeon Museum. <laughs> I've been there. Been- runs into the London Dungeon Museum, pushes the curator over.
0: Yeah, who seems to be there at like two a.m.
1: for no fucking reason. <laughs> and, and she. <laughs> <laughs> it's she's, got... just, she's just really ineffective she, goes, she stands there sort of waves at him and he pushes her over and just walks off
0: and then she looks up to find someone stepped on her glasses that that means she can't see who it is and then she screams basically walking around being h- hunted by someone by the looks of it who just happens to have a predilection for killing people dressed as Father Christmas that just happened to be where he... Was he just taking a trip to the London, London dungeon? And he saw this guy come in who's been in his own little chase movie and he's like, I can't believe my luck.
1: It would be amazing if every killing was just a massive coincidence. Yeah. Like, he just happened to be there. Like, he just happened to be walking past. Oh, party! I should go in and celebrate. And... There's a Santa! Murder. Oh, there's a... I'm just walking back home. Oh, there's some... Ooh, what's going on in that car? There's a scent of fucking murder, murder. He walks past suited characters and one of them, their eyes move and they follow him. Because it's he just, had the time to get yeah, into costume. It's
0: just. None of this makes sense. None of this makes sense. He's the writer.
1: Oh, this will be sinister. Fuck off, man. He
0: grabs a prop, um. torture device, throws it out. It sticks to the wall. I'm sorry, that prop is bouncing off the wall. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe hitting the Santa on the side as he does so and the Santa goes, ooh, that mildly hurt. (laughs) Ow. He grabs a a prop cleaver. Santa at one point has his hand under the guillotine. He's like, oh, oh,
1: yeah. That could have been bad. (laughs) I hate to lose some fingers.
0: Things are set up and never paid off. Things happen, that don't have it. This is just the most baffling scene. (laughs) Uh, He's freaked out by tortured waxworks until he sees an actual naked woman upside down. It's the curator! He's the curator! It's the
1: curator! (laughs) Quite! Because not only has he killed the curator, he's then had the time to hang her up, strip her naked, hang her upside down. And then get into costume himself in Stalker Man. You don't want to leave a naked body on the floor. To so be I, fair... as go, Tom.
0: <laughs> she's not entirely... She does have the frilly knickers, which oh, made me realise that, yeah. that's definitely not a wax work. So, yeah. Uh, the naked woman upside down, frilly knickers. Uh, yeah, so uh, the guy misses... With the, the murderer misses with the cleaver, but then he does get two final light stabs to the gut and that finishes him off at last. Back to the stabbing.
1: Yeah, he's going back to the classic work mm. at this point. <laughs> and stabbing. Return to... It was effective. So,
0: Cliff and Kate return from the inquest again. A scene that we probably should have seen, but we haven't seen <laughs> because we got a ten-minute diversion of the, a London Dungeon commercial. I London Dungeon paid some. Cash they must to get it. have done. Yeah. They must have asked them to film it there. Yeah, but if yeah, they did yeah. so, it has they, to be. They, with they did Panclon. They did Dungeon. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Maybe there
1: was a screening in there or something like that, so they had to like film bits. of So this.
0: Cliff reminds Kate that he's the one that loves her, not mm-hmm. Inspector Harris.
1: Oh, Although the, I have a funny way of showing it when you yeah. storm them off and I try and shag them all
0: We return to Sergeant Powell, meanwhile at Scotland Yard. Meanwhile, you better fun! Whatever <laughs> the And Sid is on the phone telling them to get
1: as many as they can. 20, 30, whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> 20, 30, 40 pakora. I'm really hungry. 40 <laughs> is too much. You have not seen me eat pakora. 20,
0: 30, what? A, a mixture. Ready salted, salted vinegar, <laughs> onion, <lemon, laughs> smoky bacon, whatever. Porn cocktail, fuck off, mate. <laughs> I'm not a savage. Um, so, uh, oh, there's an officer just standing there waiting and he says, are you waiting for Harris? The guy nods because I
1: will not bother with how are you? He's in a bad mood. So he goes, oh, good, thanks for telling me. Looks... It's sort of, There's walks. no reason! No reason for him to be there! Slackers in the workplace, honestly. okay he's someone's mate who just wanted to be in a film. Harris has arrived and he's off the case. <gasps> You're off the case, Bukinsky. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it in that scene where he points above going, the man up the that man upstairs yeah. made the decision. So he's got that man upstairs, the boy who and the do girl. We call Jesus. That man upstairs yes. very much. The boy and the girl. And here's my theory. In a better right. film. Harris is suffering with dementia. Mm. he can't... There does seem to be no consistency to yeah. his character. So in a better film, he's suffering with dementia, and it's following a detective at the end of his... the uh, twilight of his career, suffering with Alzheimer's, and he just manages to solve the case. But this isn't that film. This is something horrifically shit. After he's taken on the case, Harris
0: says he's going to do something now, and what's he going to do? He's going to go to the fun fair. <laughs> Where there are obviously now at this point... I don't know if they're meant to I thought they were meant to be like 20 or 30 police officers going out there trying. and they're dressed as Santas as like decoys or something.
1: Yeah, just to sort of lure him in. That
0: doesn't seem to work with these two Santas that I thought were originally going to be two of those police Santas, but no. I think, I think they're supposed to be. Are right? they? Because one of them then works at a fun fair giving out presents in stock footage. And he's. he's with very obvious voice dubbing over the top of it. And he's
1: quite upsetting. Yeah. But <laughs> well, the um, other one's having a slasher.
0: He's having a smoke backstage. The circus is very suddenly empty, (laughs) and it seems to be night time. The the earlier black Santa who was having a fag break is now having a piss break. When another, we get our killer arriving, who gets a he gets a boot knife, (laughs) fucking shoe knife. (laughs) My favourite weapon of the whole film, fucking shoe knife. He gets a shoe knife to the gut and a punch stab to the throat.
1: But he's, got like was- a ni-
0: he's got like a fist, a glove that's got a knife on the fist of it, or he's something. He's up the game has isn't he? He's he- gone to some real <laughs> I mean, effort it's, here. It's
1: great. I mean, so it's a shoe he's knife. He's obviously really loved the shoe <laughs> knife. What- <laughs> may use again. I-, I think he was really annoyed with himself that last time. It was just knife. It must not. be shoe I knife I really I mean, need to want the game now pull, come on pull your trousers up fist Whoa.
0: knife and shoe knife <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah fist studs and shoe knife no, a, no
0: I think he's got a, like a knife stuck to his fist as well yeah, I think like a, he's got like a protective glove a glove
1: with like spikes on it I think
0: yeah he's yeah it. yeah so he's so yeah he his he, he, he shoe knife kicks him he kick knives him in the gut Fist knifes him. Fist him in the throat. Fist him in the throat. that <laughs> way. The other Santa from before turns up and he gets a fist knife to the eye. Oh, that the, was the one where they the put a bit of
1: effort. Where so towards the him. end he starts sliding away from his head. Yeah,
0: they took. They were like, "We've taken some effort with this death. We're going to show it on screen for a good twenty seconds." Stop it!
1: Stop it! He's already dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we return to him in the market. So either Inspector Harris has gone to the market two days in a row. Or somehow they've gone night, day, night, day. Or they really don't care about consistency. I think it's editing just <laughs> gives that. So yeah, Harris is in the marketplace again where he encounters Cliff doing his flute playing. Because why not? <laughs> Cliff wonders to Kate if he's having them followed. And Cliff wants her to know that, that they can help. Basically Harris is like, hey, gave you my number, what, what gives? He's being a bit needy.
1: Hey, I just met you. Yeah. And this is crazy. <laughs> Your dad's been murdered. <laughs> but call me, maybe. He's proper needy at this point. Go he's, got nothing, he's got nothing else on. You know. All yeah. of his, all he's got is his housemaid. He's off. He's off the case, and he he's wants got, a friend. He's mm. off the case. He's going to film fairs. That can only kill up so much time in the day. Which is know? why, if the film was about him having dementia, he'd be all over the shop, and he'd be fucking interesting. I would love to see that. Dementia cups. In fact, I'm writing it. That's it. Done. I'm writing it. I mean, I'm not going because. Obviously. Yeah. That's what I always say. I'm yeah, going to write yeah, this. I'm going
0: <laughs> to do this. Ah, here we Sergeant Powell arrives to interrogate the go-go dancer from before, who's still wearing the same shirt. She really likes this TT, yeah She's got a limited wardrobe. She's like, I like this gag, I'm going to stick with it. He said that the guy that got killed was such a nice guy, and the sergeant says, they always are. He asks if she saw a face. She said yes, but it was a face with a mask on, and there was blood on the glass. So you didn't see his face. So why lead us down this dead end is basically what the sergeant said however but she did remember his smiling eyes she, oh this is my favourite line I had to write this all out if I saw those eyes again I'd recognise him
1: if he was smiling
0: <laughs> what
1: the hell does that mean like in the lineup, number four could you please step forward and smile for us no
0: that's not an authentic smile we need to make them laugh okay <laughs> no, but they've all got very different sense of humour tell well. knock
1: knock jokes <laughs>
0: I just can't get over it. She gets the white phone treatment, not the red phone treatment. <laughs> There's the white phone and the red phone, and whatever it is that she needs to do, it's, it's a white phone job. Uh, she says she wants to get back to work. You know, up a, a young go-getter, Thatcher Britain, She's and all a that. She's working girl. Yep. But instead he's going to insist that she go with the sergeant and get 24-hour guard instead. But she leaves without Sergeant Stevens. She goes out in broad daylight being followed by very suspicious music. That makes her turn around. Where's this suspicious synth music coming from? Kate gives Harris a ring, but nothing, ha- nothing happening. He's not there. Nope. Um, oh, because it's the maid. The maid from before. I love how yeah. she
1: answers the phone as well. Picks up uh, Chief Inspector Harris's house. This maid is a loose-lipped lady <laughs> because she immediately
0: tells this woman, sells with, with, Kate with no coercing, particularly that he's at Parklands. He visits Parklands this day every month. I shouldn't have told you that. Don't tell him I told you that. <laughs>
1: right, I will tell you more, but not yet.
0: Our go-go dancer from before arrives back at the <laughs> dance. Really happy to be there as well. Yeah, so, the, yeah, I'm seeing back! The scene of a really gruesome murder. And a mum off-screen says, Thank God for that. We're losing business.
1: <laughs> Get in there and take a kit off. It's all you about the money. Come on. Light light. So she arrives
0: and a very serious man is there on the other side of the glass. She can't quite see him, though.
1: Can't see his face. No, has he got smiling eyes? No, she she's not know. making him
0: smile with this. He's mm. got some very. Sh- uh, i him. She's got some very extreme opinions. Mm. Rules? What rules? Because she says there's rules to this, and she says the rules are she'll talk for him for any for whatever. If she wants to see the tits. It's five. She wants to see everything. If you want to see everything else, it's fifteen. She'll do anything for fifty. I like key branding. You're making the prices very simple. Emphasis on the fives. <laughs> Five fifteen fifty. There's no ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. two ninety
1: nine. No, 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 no,
0: good. no. Five fifteen fifty. It's yeah. a very simple system.
1: Mm. Um, well established. That's how they made their money. Yeah, fair play. And also that you can get notes with that as well. So except, uh, here's, either, here's the problem though in the modern day era, inflation. If anything goes. You can't use contactless. Not, it's not going to get you anywhere now, can it? Mm. Fifty quid's not getting you anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, she does
0: recognise him eventually, even though she never sees his smiling eyes. At that moment, the killer breaks through the glass. She runs away and is being chased in broad fucking daylight.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: in London. But then the killer's run slows down to a walk while she goes and does that classic, there's a wall to the side. I will oh, hide to the side of the wall.
1: Second take there's a peek around the corner, yeah, it has gone. It's yeah. very Resident Evil at this and point. And
0: then he, she walks down another... St- alley in the middle, a residential area. (laughs) And it's those classic ones where because it's off screen, that means she can't see it. I'm sorry.
1: She's seeing him come from a mile away. There is such a thing as peripheral vision. Yes.
0: (laughs) So he grabs her, he drags her down steps again. She just happens to have gone to a place because if he's not dragging her around the streets of London for very long. I don't know, maybe Londoners do like to keep to themselves. (laughs) Yeah, but surely at that point she'd be screaming her head off. And he throws her down onto a mattress. Now you'll see it's too late. You're all the same. You're not selling desire. You're selling your souls. He tells her that she's going to make her think about what she did. And she says, and then... And then I'll kill you. Well, what's the point of thinking about anything? It's not going to come to any positive conclusion from there. Would this come under if he paid the 50 quid as I'll do
1: anything? <laughs> mm. <laughs> technically I'm getting my money's worth. I mean, <laughs> it's not in there,
0: yeah. So Sergeant Powell calls Harris and then finds out that Harris is off, officially off the case. And then Cliff turns up. turns out Cliff got arrested. Again, none of this
1: happened on screen. <laughs> but where does all this take place? Meanwhile, it's So he's been held
0: in custody. We didn't know this. We were never told this. We never saw the scene that this happened in. And meanwhile, we've got another bloody Santa killing because there's a drug Santa who goes to a bloody stage musical on London's West End. Again, was this guy just taking in a show?
1: Yep. He saw yeah, the Santa's yeah. like, Another lucky day for this guy! <laughs> Lame is brilliant! i will better bring my knife just in case. <laughs> you wasn't... know what, today I'm going to pack the machete.
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, the drunken Santa is kicked out from the stage door. Uh, he then looks through a window, sees an actress preparing. She gets all angry and closes the window, turns around to a knife in the face! Runs into the theatre. What is this show? That's what I don't get. They're saying there's a musical called Why, which I've no recollection of. Yeah. And when we actually see the show, it's just like a cheesy, like, cruise entertainment
1: singing. Oh, this is our wonderful Car- uh, is Caroline Monroe? As herself. Yeah, it was a wonderful uh, cameo from uh, world famous Caroline Yeah, Monroe. like Matt Damon in Thor Ragnarok before him. Yep. yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, so The Killer is. Oh, yeah. So we do see elements of the killer now, but it's a very unintimidating beige corduroy trousers and sensible <laughs> shoes like all mass murderers wear. Sanders being chased all around the place, and then suddenly a trapdoor's elevated to reveal he's dead with a cleaver buried in his face. Sergeant Powell arrives at Kate's, gives her some information, and at some point she seems to realise something. She visits Parkland, which is a lunatic's asylum! <gasps> And then she checked the registry of births and realised that there was no Harris there. She <laughs> thinks that Inspector Harris does not exist. So, all the efforts that Scotland Yard go through in bureaucracy and all these sort of things. It took one lady was yeah. half a day.
1: There was there was never a detective Harris. It's just him in a, ba- a bag of sticks in his clothing. <laughs> it was always the sticks. <laughs> Damn it, the sticks had it all along. So
0: Kate goes to Parkland's to try and find out some more information. Meanwhile, the go-go dancer is still in bed and the killer returns. Kate calls Sergeant Powell but he's not there. She seems to have found some important information. Mm-hmm. We then go to another Santa Claus in the toilets. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, this yeah, is great. Again, yeah.
0: The killer is merely taking a shit.
1: <laughs> Today's
0: my lucky day. How does this just
1: keep happening got, here? Yeah, a, everything's coming up. Serial killer. He's got like a Mary Poppins handbag. It's just got a full of knives and asses. What going to use on this? Um, <laughs> I'm and he used the, use the
0: knife. To cut his,
1: his dick off. I mean, because every fat man needs to be castrated. And, it's, and, and he
0: bleeds a gusher, I'll tell oh, you that Well, really,
1: he clearly had something going on. Yeah, he was, it's, it's, just always, it's always been held in. Yeah, they, they went to B&Q to get two tubs of paint for this.
0: <laughs> the, the, grumpy, the grumpy cleaner from the 1950s enters <laughs> <laughs> to clean up, complaining it's all going to be a mess again. It's a fucking toilet in the 1980s. That's what are you it. expecting? And she finds the dead body... He'd not done anything with the dick. Surely you'd stick the dick in the mouth, you stick it in the ear, you stick it in the I somewhere. Think, I
1: think that, the, that would require a budget for a perspective. Perspect- yeah. They're prosthetics. Yeah, well, they they already have, really have the head-eye thing. Yeah. Surely you'd go for... Yeah, to, I, think that's what I, they bet, I bet that's they, they realised in hindsight, we blew it all oh. on the eye! No, I, th- <laughs> I think what the problem was, they went, people want tits, but do they want penis as well? Yeah, no um, one wants penises. No, no, no. We'll just give them tits, 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 and just... Assume the penis was there.
0: So Kate arrives at Harris's to go on a, an, a date by the looks of O-G-I, things. Harris, he's,
1: you're investigating he's, her father's murder,
0: stop trying to fuck the poor girl. He's putting on his light jazz records as she comes <laughs> in, saying, It's a pleasure to see a fresh face. But then they go out for a meal. Cliff arrives at the restaurant because, again, he's been following people. Just everyone's following everyone yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. And then Kate then returns home after a lovely evening to encounter Giles. How did you get in here? I'm welcome everywhere. I'm a member of society. Okay. (laughs) That's not a creepy thing to say at all. We find out that Giles is Harris's brother. (gasps) Fuck my hole. (laughs) Well,
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll cut your dick off and you can do it yourself. (laughs)
0: It's
1: the only way I'm getting any tonight, lads. Turns
0: out that Harris's real name was Harrison. <gasps>
1: dun, 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 dun. So
0: very low effort, dun, dun, it has dun, to dun, be
1: said. Dun, if dun,
0: you're going to change your name, dun, you want to make dun, a dun, bit dun, more effort. Let's see. Um, it is
1: Hodkinson, Harrison. I'm going to be Hodkins. Yes. No one I have even thrown a G in there. <laughs> 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 Michael Schmeichel. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> my father was Peter My brother is Casper It's fine <laughs> Giles is the
0: killer Why did you kill my father? He reminded me of Christmas time
1: Missile What? Well he has been in a nut house yes. for a while Yeah I guess yeah.
0: Powell rings And unfortunately she's being held a knife point So she can't get to the phone Sergeant Powell who's meanwhile At Scotland Yard <laughs> And this is this is a typical grumpy bloke. Two rings is all it takes for him to go, come on, come on! Answer the bloody phone! You're just like me, mum! She's able to knock the phone over, but in that point she's pissed Giles off and he kills her! Kills her dead! Kills her dead. But With Giles a hears of steps. Yeah, Giles hears uh, sorry, um Powell hears some killing. Huh. that sounds like a killing going on to me. I better well, get that there. Sounds like mud. Mm. Powell arrives and calls the special squad. Harris has been in his apartment all night, but Harris was the main suspect. <gasps> it must have been Cliff, then. Giles has been spotted by the ineffective policeman from
1: before. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, his work pays
0: off.
1: <laughs> so, Powell finds him and chases him around a car park. I love that he goes in like, oh, what's that? There's a dangerous psychopath looming around a uh...
0: Dark, has been me killing me me many me 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 people
1: me in me dark as lit lit like, that with like
0: 15 methods of killing you <laughs> <laughs> all the very very very, or...
1: ingen- very very ingenuitive ways of <laughs> killing people hmm i'm gonna go in alone and unarmed cheers guys
0: <laughs> so giles hides in a car then powell chases around and open happens to open that one door to that car but giles has escaped it would be good to have shown this but no <laughs> powell lurks till he reaches the car yep giles has escaped Oh yeah, then he attaches two pliers to something. No 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 what he, are they? It's jumper cables. Jumper cables, yeah. To so he attaches So he attaches two jumper cables to a battery. Powell goes and thinks that he spotted Giles in his car. Mm-hmm. He opens the car, but that's where the power leads were! A big fireworks display happens and Powell is electrocuted to death. It's like they don't understand science. No.
1: (laughs) Or writing, or acting, or most things. Or blood, how blood works. It's like, that's not how cars happen. So Giles returns to the go-go
0: girl, who's just been lying there for quite a long time. He's brought her food. She points out she can't eat with her hands tied, and he's like, fair point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Unties her. Excuse me, eat uh, this
0: But tells her not to escape, and she says, I won't. But she crosses her fingers. (gasps)
1: What? She didn't didn't What? I was on
0: Ali Bali. It doesn't count.
1: I didn't didn't think he swears. It was not legal. (laughs)
0: is it really is it what were you expecting afterwards when she escapes you bitch I have my fingers crossed oh no, well, uh, no. well that's so fair enough off you go that's the laws enjoy
1: yeah. your freedom go, go not go go, with go have a lovely peep show weekend yeah so Giles at this point goes into
0: his monologue of how he hates Christmas and then she starts listing Christmas things which hurts his head
1: because <laughs> he's mental isn't tinsel. he tinsel <laughs> turkey and chestnuts bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, you bitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then she (laughs) smacks him with a two-by-four. That was there. That was a two-by-four there. He was saving that
1: for the next Santa. And what what is a two-by-four but a big stick? Mm. The wood has it. She goes to try and leave, but
0: where are the keys? Uh, He's got the keys and he says, I give you a few hours to live. And she goes, what do you mean you've giving me a few more hours hour sleep? How dense are you? <laughs> so then she throws a chain at him and then she's escaped.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. so she didn't need so the keys she, after yeah, all. She's she suddenly it, running up some staircases in a grand hall. But she gets about a minute head start just by lightly throwing a chain on his face. Is- is- it's smart at most it's his kryptonite <laughs> <Nah>. chains <laughs> but it wasn't. It didn't go around his neck or anything she like just, va- just vaguely brushed him
0: but she's finally stuck at the top of the staircase oh, no. with- and the door is locked
1: and he's banging the chain against the side so he the-
0: comes out with door, his so- chain again you've got no experience
1: with this weapon but like you say he's man with, with many <laughs> the noise. the door to the room that she's trapped in. What about it, mate? No, that was the only door in the room, yes? Uh, it was the only door in the hall that she bothered to try and open. Okay, so when she went to leave, that was the same door she came in through, yeah? No, 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 because she's going up the
0: stairs. So he dragged her to the basement. So I'm assuming, not that they were established as well, nor does it make sense that wherever the basement is, that was his lair, the basement, and now she's up in the main... Okay. So she's been from okay. the bottom and she's working her way up. So Much like was, Drake, she started so from the bottom, uh, now uh, she's uh, here. So instead of going. She started through, from the bottom, now her whole crew's fucking here. So she came. When
1: she first got. Yeah. Round. Of I mean, the yeah, yeah. Charles drags her down some steps from the outside into the basement. Mm. Yeah. So instead of going through the same door that she came through where she knows how to escape into the street, she's where panning. she might be safe, she instead goes through a door where that's completely unfamiliar. Into a building that she has no idea about. Yeah, because her mind's full of fear and panic. Or the not, writing's just thinking. really shit. You're not thinking straight, are you? When was the last time you were chased by a killer? Exactly, um, so you don't know. and carry on the plot.
0: There's not much left to go, thank God. Thank Christ. Uh, God. So yeah, he swings her with this chain, but like he's had a knife, he's had a gun, he doesn't use his boot knife for some reason. No. Why would you not use his boot knife? And the chain is just useless for him, and he swings across, like across the banister, and she pulls the chain from underneath. <laughs> she and he goes, pulls him off. Yes, yeah. she yanks his chain. <laughs> and he goes sailing down Whee! and, then, and, then, and then. A massive <laughs> dummy comes out. Yeah. yeah. Falls to his death. She goes down to check on the body. Which happens to have landed suspiciously in what seems to be a wheelbarrow. Yeah, or something like that with no marks, no blood, no anything and then we get the traditional he's not really dead jump scare of him jolting up and grabbing her, and then Inspector Harris wakes up Uh, at this point I'm like fuck you fuck you Paul McCartney did this to me already I'm not having it another time
1: (laughs) we let it slide for Macca but not you you dick
0: and we're suddenly at a little boy's house it's Christmas time. And Santa's arrived with all these old, grown-up, drunken... That's the worst kind of thing when your parents are having a party. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah, just yeah. the one kid. Ah, oh, that's the yeah, worst. Yeah. I can't open presents yet because it's yeah. too early. Yeah. And she he-, and he hears a voice that's clearly not coming from the woman that occasionally the camera's pointed at, either when she's got her mouth open or not. Come along, Giles. Time to go to the Christmas tree. Look what Santa brought for you. But what about Ian? <laughs> And Giles is opening his presents, and his older brother Ian is opening his presents. And Giles has a Swiss Army knife. He seems to like multifunctioning methods. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to
1: get you with the corkscrew, <laughs> and you <laughs> a shiny new pair of shoes. What Giles is delighted with his present, and then he—where the wh- he's literally stabbing at thin air. <laughs> yes. And everyone's laughing at
0: him. <laughs> oh look, it's he he's fit? such a little psychopath. But that's the thing with kids. I might my, my little niece now has taken to the really fun game of grabbing my throat when I'm trying to eat.
1: (laughs) What's that? Is it chocolate bar in your mouth?
0: (laughs) I know I need to eat more healthily. But this is not the way to teach me. Someone wants a crunchy. But you're so entertained by everything your little nieces or nephews or whatever do. You still think, oh, you. <laughs> you know, like, she could be They're a little
1: sociopath, so you let them get away with anything. Oh, you yeah, little psycho. Go on, off you go. <laughs> no, do, you do are, are going to murder so many people. Do some experience in the school. You're... All their cuteness just fades. A yeah, old. but you've got no familial
0: with bond with them anyway. So now we get Giles walking up the stairs at the urging of his mother, and he walks in on... It's not I saw mummy kissing Santa Claus, it's I saw not mummy pulling Santa Claus off in our bedroom for some reason. So, yeah, he walks, it seems to imply that he walks in on his dad fucking someone else at this party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mum walking in, him backhanding the mum and her going
1: sailing down the stairs. And, yeah. It, but it also implies that he stabbed her. Yeah. Yeah, he's there with the knife, just like. Was there what two endings? One where Daddy pushed her down, and one where Giles stabbed her. I no, I'm assuming no, I'm
0: been. assuming that Daddy killed Mummy accidentally,
1: and Giles, and Giles, was Giles happy killed. About
0: it? No, 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 no. Then Giles, in revenge, killed and Santa, and that's yeah. why he's wanted to kill so many people dressed as Santa. Uh, yeah, ever uh, since yeah. then, that's but what the, the ending
1: Standing over the, on the stairs with the knife, looking like he might have stabbed her as well. It's... But then the reason that he went into the lunatic asylum was possibly that he killed his mother and. He, like, Instead of he definitely killed his dad. They're basically... Do, they're they're trying to do
0: Halloween, Michael Myers, aren't
1: they? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But shit. Yeah, he so did. they hired Diana Dawes' husband... Yes. ...to be Michael Myers. Yes. Um, In a weird sort of fit of alliterative names.
0: But then we return once again to Harris waking up. So, again, weird editing point there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: Harris was dreaming from Jars' perspective. Although, to be fair... No, I'm not going to be fair.
1: I'm but, fed up of being fair. But then, <laughs> but then he sees himself in the dream, so it can't be from his perspective either.
0: So, Harris wakes up. What has happened? Is the whole thing a dream, are we implying at this point? Every murder's been a dream. I don't think so. Oh,
1: because don't. it can't all have been a it dream, because he's sense still for...
0: got the past. But I mean. there's not the fantastical element to the point that someone can fall... Fifteen flights of stairs and still be alive. And he's not—he's not presented as like a Jason, invulnerable force of like. He's just—it's just a serial killer. Yeah. Uh, I so care. I think <laughs> the implication is that he's been thinking about his brother and what would happen if his brother got out. Right.
1: And that would have been all the things that happened. So we're we're going with the it was all a dream. I think it was all a dream. However. The ending suggests otherwise. Well, the ending suggests that Jars is still around because he receives the parcel which that we he... saw earlier. But he receives that about three murders in. Yes, that's true. So that's why
0: again I feel like it should have been an opening credits. Yeah, it's it's. But all anyway, over he culture. opens the present to find that it's a toy box with the dancing Santa. Must and you be think... the one that got melted earlier. And you think that might be like a little, you know, a little uh, creepy thing to end it on? They obviously went creepy.
1: Nah, fuck that. Then there's an explosion! (laughs) We've still got a bit of pyro budget. We'll have to burning Santa Claus. What are we going to do? Blow up the Christmas box and send D.I. Harris on his ass.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't seem like he's about to kill D.I. Harris. He's going to slightly knock him off his chair and go, Well, that's annoying. I'm going to have to dust myself down. It's just a whole nightmare now. So, Lorcan,
1: just a quick question. How do they resolve any of this issue? That's the end. Nothing's resolved. Fucking what?
0: Leaves it open for a sequel?
1: A secret it does not deserve.
0: So that was Don't Open Till Christmas. And like I said, I think this is the sort of film that could actually get a following from its shitness. Some of these films we've reviewed I don't think will get followings, like like, um, Bullseye. Bullseye will never justify a big public screening where people can do like a The Room, throw spoons at the screen or whatever. This, I think,
1: could. Because <laughs> in, in Bullseye, they throw a dart at the screen. That's yep. just really fucking in the safe.
0: There's enough weirdness in this film that it was fascinating to watch. Yeah. Like, I could talk about this film for a long time. I could show this film to a few other people. <laughs> I would... Yeah, yeah. But do you know what I mean? There was more to this than usually. There's things that keep you interested although I know no. you're not of that opinion <laughs> right?
1: like you Michael say, Bell the man that doesn't like films no he really wasn't happy with this t- t- tits and murder tits and murder yeah, for me it's essentially and I said in the whatsapp message to you last night uh, I remember it being a sixth form and we had a media studies project we had to film a 15 minute short story was it stop, basically stop, the stop, London Dungeons sequence <laughs> basically yeah and for me, it was just a case of like that. Oh, serial killers. Oh, edgy. Oh, what are they going to What can they kill? What can they kill? Santas. <gasps> what a concept! Right, let's turn that 15-minute short of play for six form for your A levels into an hour and a half. Piss <clears throat> off! It was awful. Well, it was
0: a knockoff of a knockoff, wasn't it? It's like Friday the 13th was a knockoff of Halloween, and then then many knockoffs
1: of Friday the 13th happened, and was, this is one of them. It was just nothing. I, I didn't. It was bad, obviously, because that's why it's in the podcast. But it was just nothing. Nothing grabbed me. Nothing was there. Like mm-hmm. I disagree. I was yeah. like, it's terrible. It's one of the worst films that we have
0: covered. Like on on basic competence and everything. It's it's an awful film. But it intrigued me with its awfulness. But the acting. It's was so bad. It's... I watched it in one sitting. And like I yeah. Have even, yeah. I watched some it. of these like like balls. I took two or three times. Uh, Diana just bored me, but it was more competently made. There was not. There was no sense of like these people don't know what they're doing. I don't think that the people who made this film knew what they were doing, and that makes it interesting to oh, yeah. was it just,
1: see. Or oh, was it just you know it's cheap anyway? It's cheap, it's, cheap horror Let's get it. I actually Let's
0: thought it was like, it like I said. I watched this in Blu Ray transfer, and I think there was a bit of effort put into it with with yeah. some of the, like some of the killings. They they did do some ma- they obviously didn't have good stuff for everything, but like the 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 same fire of One Father Christmas, the, you know, they, they hired out a theatre backstage and, and all that sort of stuff and a Alice, band.
1: They hired a band. And they got the world famous Alice, Caroline Monroe, thank Carol you very much. Caroline yeah, you don't, you don't do stuff like that if you don't want to make a dent in the box office. But here's the thing though, like, um, like I said at the start, it just felt like a response to video nasty culture. Well, yeah, like I said, it's
0: copying other people that yeah. themselves copied others. I don't know if it came before or after video nasties. So it started filming in 82, it'll be around that time. But there's always been horror films. And I think the slasher culture from... Especially Friday the 13th was the one that just brought the gore element to mm, it yeah. more. So like Halloween actually was classic filmmaking, but everything else was just done by... Non John carpenters.
1: Okay, um, bit of a trivia thing. Uh, we'll do this to sort of round off this little bit. I'm assuming. Who wants to take a guess at the body count of this slasher film? Ooh. Yeah, because I think we should do that for now. On. Like every time we get like a slasher or like a I... full-on horror film, we'll do a okay. body count. It, are we are we
0: counting like the the topless model that didn't get killed?
1: Only dead. We're like the bodies in the dungeon because there was a lot of them. In there. <laughs> Only the real bodies, not the face. So the death we see. Are we counting Giles? Did he die or not? Well, he came back to life at the end, so I doubt it. Are we counting um, plastic gnomes getting built? I think no, I okay. think it was.
0: Just realise you never know what happened to Cliff afterwards.
1: Cliff's annoyed at being arrested, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff disappears. Jerry disappears. They
0: went after the go-go dancer, who's like like a mild supporting character in the film. You know? Shaman
1: Sharon survives. Is it Sharon? The uh, the model. The Glamour Model? Yeah, the Glamour Model survives. Yeah.
0: Jerry survives. Jerry Jerry makes it out alive. Yeah. It's always the sleazy ones. I'm, going <laughs> well, I'm not
1: asking who survives. I'm, I'm gonna going to say, I think I'm seven. A, I'm going 11. No. Couldn't be 11. You're both wrong. It's 14. What? I'm closest then. Genuinely 14 deaths. Two at the start. Then a third one. Third uh, one set on thinking. fire. No, no, the third one was the spear.
0: Oh, the yeah, bus. spear
1: through the mouth. That sort of set up the whole cake thing.
0: So, okay, let's, let's try and wrap this up now. Say something nice.
1: The concept wasn't bad. Yeah. In terms of, it's a serial killer with only being uh, Santas. Go around killing your father Christmas as his eye. Chris, father Chris eye. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> uh, my something good about the film, um, it had a, a uh, well, it pulled out and achieved something which I didn't think was possible in the fact that it had a cameo from world famous Caroline Monroe wow <laughs> so I think for the sheer audacity of having a slasher film where you've got a musical number I think that's I, I quite like that
0: <laughs> some of I don't think it was filmed well it wasn't actually much, like it didn't scare me and I'm very easily scared uh, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did jump a bit that. I love
1: it it's a stick
0: (laughs) oh god I'm scared of sticks now (laughs) Um, but what I will say is some of the gory effects in some places they actually took a bit of effort like they set someone on fire. They, obviously, they set a dummy on fire. And the and the, st- the knife in the eye special effects I thought was quite well done. Yeah, oh, boot knife. boot
1: knife. However... Boot, um, yeah,
0: the whole boot knife scene was, was entertaining. Good.
1: Originally, yeah, according to IMDB again, because that's where I get all my information, though a lot of the Goria scenes were cut out of the original cut of the film.
0: Sounds like madness.
1: Because they couldn't quite reach the um, the uh, the certificate that needed to be aired. Nice. But then in other cuts across Europe he was left in and then nice. eventually it came to the DVD release yeah
0: that's, that's interesting mm-hmm. I must made that film like only like 62 minutes of people talking about scenes that have happened off screen <laughs> yeah. half of them were in the actual film and half of them like genuinely didn't film I love the fact that the director left and the project and that the director was the lead and so yeah. like you'd think that final sequence with Powell Harris should have been there like Harris disappears from all like the final sequence with characters that are such minor supporting roles throughout the rest of the
1: film. I love it, like, he's just being, oh, you're off the case, and he just goes, all right, then. Yeah. <laughs> like, any other cop in any other film would go, no, I'm sticking this out until I've actually solved the case. He just goes, oh, whatever. It's just, I'm going to go and read some books. It's just <laughs> the fun fair. Yay! <laughs> Let's two, go the, see two, my mental brother.
0: Two straight days at the fun fair. It's just... <laughs> I don't know how you can make it better is just be more competent with how you film. I mean, most slashers just inherently aren't good films because they're not interested. It's just a series of set pieces. Mm. Um, so if you make it better, you at least make the character motivation make a bit more sense. The, the randomness of it is just so ridiculous. Like, And I know you're not meant to think about these things, but then they want you to think about... Like, They want it to be a whodunit, so they want you to try and uh, attach some sort of logic to it. So I guess play up more of the whodunit aspect. I figured, like my main suspect throughout most of it was Sergeant Powell.
1: But my main suspect throughout most of it was Giles. The second he comes along, being a creepy journalist. But he was bastard. so creepy that it's like it's too obvious. No, no, no. This you you are really giving too, too much, much to this credit. Too yeah. You see, Harry. You see, fucking Giles. You see him being a creepy journalist bastard yeah, for a newspaper. Know. That's him. That's him. For yeah. a newspaper that doesn't exist, he's go murderer. Yeah. He's a murderer. Maybe not this film's murderer, but he's a murderer. Also, oh, it's the hair. <laughs> He looks yeah. like Brian May on a yeah. shit afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> He's Brian May, but it's gone, rather than long, it's gone out. It's like yeah. if Brian May had his hair done by Anita. Like, um, Art Garth, cool, in the 70s. <laughs> Big old hair. Uh, yeah. Weird hair. Uh, killer. Done. You can watch this film and then see what we, we're talking about. But if you don't want to watch that film... Hey, you!
2: Don't watch that! Watch this!
1: So if we're going to talk about a great classic
0: British horror film, I think that the one that would be logical for me uh, anyway would be... A film that came out in 1960 that was absolutely viciously attacked by the critics. Not Psycho. It was from Michael Powell, famously directed by one of my favourite ever films of The Matter of Life and Death. Sergeant (laughs) Powell? Yes, I suppose, from one Powell to another. He directed a film called Peeping Tom, which was about a tormented serial killer, and there were some POV shots, and it was one of the greats of horror cinema. Just a really amazingly fucked up concept. Yeah. But he worked on so many levels. It feels as much responsible for the rise of the slasher genre as Psycho would be. Mm. Um, and it didn't really get the props it deserved until people like Martin Scorsese really championed. Because Michael Powell, by the like when they discovered him, he was living basically, not destitute, but he wasn't living a good life. And mm. he disco- rediscovered him and he was able to make a living for the rest of his life. So, yeah, uh, Peeping Tom, one of the great classics of British film and don't watch yeah watch that, that. yeah watch that <laughs> um, for the love of God watch that but also if you want to be entertained through other means why don't you follow us on various social media avenues and we will try to be entertaining to you as much as we are in this podcast yeah.
1: so first of all you can find this podcast on uh, Facebook and Twitter you could just find us on Twitter at boob that's at boob pod if you want to get in touch with us that's boob podcast at gmail.com and uh, we're on the Facebook of Bob Bob Podcast. Or is it Best Worst of Worst Best the of Worst British. That's the full title. Best yeah, of Worst Just do a British bit of a search around just and you'll fine. find us. Yeah, you'll find us.
0: So fine, Google, yeah. whatever. We, we trust Altavista you. Altivista, your way to us. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to get to me specifically, that's Lorcan Mullen. That's L O R C A N M U L L L A Apple N. That's my Twitter handle. That's my Instagram account. That's my Facebook account. that's also my Letterboxd account, if you fancy following my film watching diary. And my opinions of hundreds of films are there in star
1: ratings. And uh, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, it is at MichaelBell86. Uh, Facebook, you can figure it out. Uh, if you want to follow me in real life, just come round.
0: You know,
1: I'm often on my own, a bit bored, so come on down. Uh, also, me and Tom are in a double act where we don't talk about films. Uh, if you'd like to book us or get in contact with us, we are The Kamikaze Club. Uh, yeah, you can find us on Facebook and the Twitter and all the nah, 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 nah. Uh You'll find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, in the bushes. For all the same username, uh, that's Tom Hodginson, or at Tom Hodginson, spelled T-H-O-M, because it used to be Thomas, and then I dropped off the last two letters because I was ashamed of my mental brother. <laughs> this one i've kept in touch with the film so that's fine <laughs> but surely it was the surname you needed shut because <laughs> then i'd be tom hodkins and that doesn't make sense <laughs> right then let's go off and buy pen knives <laughs> oh, uh, what's, what's the next episode the
0: title will sound more exciting than it actually is what are, <laughs> we, what are we doing next tom uh the next we'll one be watching... is um
1: well we've decided to uh Bring ourselves a bit more forward in time and Think we'll so. be joined by an eclectic cast including Look, cast. Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor right, and Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy before Hustle Hustle McGee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Catherine
0: um, Tate.
1: <laughs> I do not concur with those feelings. Um and, <laughs> and little heads up, the main pl- um, sort of, you know, uh, drama in this film is someone needs a piss. So uh, yeah, a, for that. a whole host of British talent and some untalent. Um, coming together for Scenes of a Sexual Nature. It
0: sounds better than it is. It
1: really, really does sound better than it is. Um, I'll be hosting that one, so that'll be fine.
0: Yes, but until then, thank you for listening to Best of Worst of British, and you've just been listening to a bunch of guys sit around making fun of a load of people that went out and made a film. Mm. This week, I have been getting very angry at people messing up with my intricately designed spreadsheets on Microsoft Excel, and making sure each of them know through their own personal emails exactly where they went wrong. Because that's
1: my priority. Wow, you're so fucking niche. <laughs> wow, thing. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Until then. Uh, thank you very much for listening, yeah. and
0: we'll see you next week. And oh, yeah, give the- us a
1: review on iTunes and all that, because boost yep. us up
0: in the rankings. Love us.
1: Tell us how much you love us. Please do that.
0: <laughs> Otherwise, if we don't get the right love, we may kill people who dress up like
1: podcasters so white bearded 30 year olds Ah!
2: (laughs) I'm
1: 28 I'm fine (laughs) good night thank you very much see you
0: So we go, <coughs> oh, I feel a bit ill. And, we, <laughs> and then. And then-